Welcome to uh, City Cold Lake Podcast uh, with the Mayor Craig Copeland and CEO Kevin Nagoya. Oh. We're going to start off with, is anybody out there? <laughs> uh, a famous Pink Floyd song. But, you know, Kevin, uh, uh, unprecedented times right now with this COVID uh, virus 19 out there. And, and so you've been very, very involved um, with uh, Alberta Health Services uh, in working together. And do you want to just sort of maybe kick off and explain uh, how your past week has been? Well, it's been uh, last almost uh, past couple of weeks have been pretty, uh, pretty active already with the, the planning. And, uh, and, you know, there's a lot of information that's flowing from the uh, government of Alberta and government of Canada and also watching the news uh, worldwide, of course. Right. And the implications and the things that are happening with COVID-19. Um, the city of Cold Lake, uh, of course, uh, we have a task force with with uh, Alberta Health Services and we've been meeting daily um, just to what actions need to be taken and, and in order to help Alberta Health Services. And there's a number of things that are happening behind the scenes and in, in order to to make assistance and get ready for things uh, on the event and making sure that there's supplies and stuff like that what we need what we need to do but uh, um, I'd have to say Alberta Health Services is uh, active uh, with us and uh, there's a lot of expertise at the table a lot of wonderful people there that have uh, the best interest of the health and uh, well-being of our community and uh, some great people on that task force yeah like let's talk about on the task force you know we've got a real wide net of people and one of them of course is four Wing Cold Lake. Uh, yeah, Four Wing Cold Lake. There. Yeah, the Air Force is there. Just they're they're plugged in because uh, uh, it's, it's including when you talk about this is because uh, it's the City of Cold Lake's Emergency Operations Center, which it is stood up. Um, we, we don't have it, people in the room, at so to speak. It is just a few of us uh, working over uh, uh, virtual uh, teleconferences and phone calls uh, in order to uh, manage it. But uh, um, yeah, Four Wing is there because you know they have a lot of facilities and you know they have a, they're a major stakeholder in the community. So um, when hearing in on what's happening in the community, just to just to make sure that there's intel being shared both ways and and uh, what's uh, what's moving around. Well, a lot of people don't know is when their military members uh, have their own health services on the wing, but their spouses or their their children, etc., have to use uh, the health facilities within the community. That's right. That's right. And it's 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 actually even further to that. Uh, you know, it's how are the health services because even help with you know uh, the assessments and testings and stuff like that. Uh, as well, so yeah, it's it's been you know you've kept counsel uh, abreast uh, daily or sometimes a couple times a day just on what's going on. You know, right now we we know of the one uh, person uh, that was uh, has the virus and he's now uh, self-contained, uh, self-isolated. You know, it's just amazing. You know, you hear all the stories about how people have come down with the when the with the virus and through traveling or through different means but uh, certainly the city just like everywhere is pretty much uh, very quiet uh but you know the a lot of communities are sort of doing this emergency uh, orders declarations uh state of emergency yeah. some municipalities are doing yeah and so yeah. you know a lot of people have contact and say hey you know why, why why isn't coal lake and so we've just felt right now uh that it doesn't really warrant it yet because i think right now this is a health emergency and uh, your your group is fantastic, and uh, we've got a lot of experience there in this on this group that meets every morning to discuss things, and the city's there to assist Alberta Health Services. The declaration of a local state of emergency, uh, um, you know, when when and if that is required, uh, you know that that uh, that regulation um, speaks to giving municipalities uh, extraordinary. Uh, uh, leverage or, or or regulations to be able to do things in your uh, community, um, you know those, and and, and they're far reaching, uh, depending on what the emergency is in the community, and taking over uh, 
um, property, uh, regulating where people move from and to. Uh, there's, so there's, uh, you know, evacuations are, you know, have been historically been used a lot for uh, uh, state of emergencies. But uh, um, at this time, uh, of course, we're monitoring it as we go along. This is an hour by hour uh, thing that we're getting uh, information on and updates on Intel. Um, you know, at this time, we haven't uh, seen uh, necessary to stand up, uh, you know, and declare a local state of emergency. However, that being said is is that the city colleague does have its EOC is is there um, it's it's ready to support and uh, if necessary uh, we will uh, we will move it further as as required if and if required yeah so right now uh, correct me if I'm wrong right now they're doing the swabbing uh, out of you know at the health unit uh, yep. here in, in Colic South and then the idea is that right now the the staff are keeping up to the volume of people that are sort of going coming through the process to get uh, to get uh, you know serviced i guess or get tested but eventually you know if the virus uh, more patients of course then we'll be looking at other options and we'll we'll make people aware of where that will be yeah the uh, i think uh, you know uh met with a few of the nurses uh this morning um uh, they're doing a wonderful job uh, over there. Uh, you know, this is uh, quite of influx, and uh, you know, everybody is uh, all hands on deck to make sure uh, everything happens. Um, that being said, is is that what's important for the community is the, getting the latest up to date information on uh, the Alberta government's website, which is Alberta government uh, uh, COVID nineteen uh, information uh, dashboard on the newest information. So, even uh, at uh, at our level, uh, you know, we may not have the most current. Uh, data there right and we want to make sure we're encouraging people to get the you know get it right from the source uh, of, of what information is available and then uh, number two is is that you know the, the the phone call to make if there's any health concerns or somebody's sick or there's uh, you know there's there's questions and screening that needs to be uh, done um, is phoning that the Alberta 811 program we want to we want to really encourage the residents that's where um, to go um, I understand that uh, you know the the government of Alberta has uh, increased resources to that 811 program um, to deal with the loads uh, the amount of calls that are coming in and uh, and uh, they're all doing a great job and this is a this is an unprecedented event so um, of course uh, you know this is it will take some time to get through this yeah you know just a good shout out to all the health professionals that are involved in this they're doing a great job and uh, we appreciate that um, you know another uh, big hero in all of this uh, is we is the is the truck drivers delivering all of the food up to the city coal lake and uh, whether it's the canned goods the the toilet paper but certainly uh the distribution of goods is uh is is such a interesting dilemma as we've saw this sort of mass panicking i guess uh i don't know what word you want to use it but people thought oh my god the world's coming to an end and started just you know buying uh, everything on the shelves and led to a well if that person's doing it i better do it and uh, so people started really stockpiling and of course you know our community it is at the end of the highway and so it it has when it gets you know, inundated like a, a mass Christmas shopping, Boxing Day sale, uh, and but it's continuously Boxing Day sale day after day after day. Of course, the uh, the ability for the truckers to to move the goods in and then have the stores fill up the shelves, um, 
there's a bit of a, a lag right now, and we're <laughs> we're encouraging people to maybe back off. But we're we're being guaranteed by various suppliers that the supplies are in Alberta. We just need to they're robust. Uh, they're they're robust. good. Yeah, the 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 warehouses. Uh, they've got the they, they've got the volumes that they need. It is the matter of the transportation and knowing when you're transporting goods like this. Um, the system is designed um, in a certain fashion for a certain amount of flow throughput coming from each community. So, uh, and that doesn't necessarily change as quick. They're already, remember, when you deal with, as you said, Christmas or Thanksgiving or Easter, you know, their systems are already designed for knowing of those holidays and those programs already. But when you have this on an ongoing basis, it's not necessarily designed in that format coming out of the warehouses. So, um, you know, they, they are very confident, you know, you and I expect, uh, spoke to uh, some of them uh, yesterday and uh, um, they are, you know, they feel very confident. They can deliver the service. They just need some, uh, the, the patients by the residents uh, um, in order to stock those shelves and uh, and, and the trucks to, to, to continue to come in. Um, but there is no need to hoard and panic about it. Uh, there's lots of, there's a lots of goods that are coming. Lots of toilet and, paper yeah. getting made in Canada right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, you know, these, these manufacturers of all of the goods, I mean, here's an opportunity where all of a sudden, uh, I think it was Walmart today announced, I think it was 10,000 uh, workers that they're going to hire in the United States. I mean, and so, you know, I think they're going to, people will, will spool up their their various industries to, to meet this demand. The problem, of course, is is once the supplies are, have met the store shelves uh, and everybody returns to just normal buying, uh, you know, the, these industries can sort of ramp back down. But it is crazy times. I mean, uh, you know, it is, uh, it's very interesting. None of us have ever really experienced that. So, uh, you know, it's it's good that the the local producers are uh, have told us, hey, look, at, get the message out. It's not as bad as what uh, people are fearing on the food and uh, yeah, on the uh, on the food bank side. There, you know, I received a briefing there that uh, I think you know the restaurants when uh, of course they've got restricted uh, hours or businesses or some of them have closed right down and um you know they've you know they've been you know some of the local restaurants have given their yeah, food there to over, yeah given the food over to the food bank of whatever parish rules to get them out the door and i know that they've been getting supplies not not to say that they need supplies in this uh you know trying times um but on the other side is is that uh you know some of the community doesn't necessarily know that don't use the food bank is is a lot of the seniors were volunteering for the uh, food bank in order to give out you know it's the other side you receive it and then you're giving it out to the the families that are needing it and uh, of course you know um there's been some you know with the virus and stuff like that is is the volunteerism is just uh, if there's some help that are out there i know i heard that the cold lake uh, multicultural society has stepped up to help them and i think oh, right if there's on. a few other uh, you know there's other groups or anybody that's out there that has some uh, some bodies to assist i'm sure if the uh, phone calls made uh, they wouldn't uh, refuse yeah, if you're the, staying at home and help. you want to get out of the house uh contact them at the food bank yeah um you know we've had a lot of requests just the uh, last 24 hours 48 hours about uh property tax and and utility bills and so council's going to be looking at that next week you, your staff have put together some ideas kevin yeah yeah we've got a couple of bylaws that are be front of council at least some of course taxes aren't typically due to uh you know until that june timeline so we still have some time with that and i understand the call for some of those um but actually immediately some of the some of the more immediate stuff is uh um, you know, you have people that pay property taxes by month right now, and there's a lot of them. So therefore, you know, we can do a property tax deferral to seize those payments right now and say, stop them for now. And then we'll, 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 we'll catch up, um, when we get past that June timeline and, uh, the ut utility bills, uh, um, you know, start looking at some op opportunities to waive the uh, penalties and, uh, and give residents some grace time to be able to, uh, 
to uh, to catch up on yeah, those. This is bit. all you know. This is all fluid, and yeah. uh, council will be looking at a lot of options. I know there's you know, people have been told to stay home, lie, you know, I mean, laid off, and it's it's devastating for so so many people. And it's uh, and of course it's the uncertainty. You really don't know how long you're going to be out of off work, and, uh, and of course you've got all these bills lining up, and and so these are unprecedented times for pretty much everybody i think that's and that's that's it right you have a lot of um you know a lot of the officials including the uh prime minister uh, the premier there's a lot of announcements um you know with regard to support mechanisms uh funding but uh, we don't have necessarily all the details of those at city hall and, and sometimes details are not exactly what was actually being announced it's a little bit different so we have to cipher through a lot of information as it's coming through the doors at city hall at this point yeah Good. And is there anything else for the uh, the listeners? Do you think we need to touch on? No. Uh, and actually, just an example is one of them is is that uh, you know the, the province announced a sixty or sixty million dollars for uh, social programming. Um, I think thirty thousand thirty million dollars is being allocated to the homeless aspect, and then thirty million is being allocated to the uh, kind of uh, social program uh, um, of, uh, to manage the COVID nineteen and and social programs. Um, we still don't have details on our side from our FCSS group on what those programs and services or what are the terms of reference in order to start um, delivering but uh, once we get details on some of these programs and uh, and we'll start trying to get that messaging out there to the community through our social media pages and uh, our website as we uh, as we get a handle on them you know the, the the restriction on how many people can be together in one room or one building is going to have to be uh, modified in order to really uh, spend that money you know uh, we've got amazing facilities so uh, we kept them open as long as we potentially could uh, but you know, there's so many, so many youth in Coal Lake at home right now, and uh, they're going to be looking for opportunities to get out and get some exercise, get busy. Uh, if the schools are going to be off till uh, September, so the city of Coal Lake is looking forward to this challenge and uh, and keeping the yeah. everybody busy. But we're right now we're just being cautious uh, because of the we don't want to spread the virus around the, the different people in the community but uh, maybe this money that the government's put out we can use that for for programming for the youth yep there could be opportunities we'll we'll wait to hear what the government of alberta says the terms of reference is for for us to to help uh, with the community in, in in the time of need for social programming um but that being said and during the time being of course of the more immediate is just i think it's just uh managing and uh, let's uh, the social distance that uh, that uh, the governments are calling upon us is uh, is try to uh, keep that as best we can and uh, and and slow this thing down you know, just a shout out for all the restaurants uh, in in the Colican area. I mean, if people don't want to cook, uh, there's lots of uh, different restaurants that are doing doing takeout, and so uh, you know, giving them a helping hand if you if you want to put some money towards them, they certainly uh, are you know are getting devastated. And I've said to this a couple of times, if uh, after this virus uh, wave is over is you want to spend some quality time with your spouse, uh, maybe rent a, you know, get a hotel room in uh, Coal Lake. We got a lot of empty, got a lot of empty hotel rooms in Coal Lake. And if you want to get away, if you're not from Coal Lake and you want to come up and, and uh, come up to Coal Lake, we'll, we'll, we'd love to have you here and uh, enjoy our community. And this too will pass. And uh, I think, um, you know, Kevin, we, we like to put on big parties. I think uh, we're going to have to do a COVID-19 celebration in Coal Lake and uh, really have a, because I think the community is going to need a real um, release uh, when all of this is over. Because everybody's just 
tense and and anxious. Well, that's right. It's it's your community social fabric, right? And uh, you know when that's not there, that uh, you know. Uh, it is going to play on, uh, you know, mental health and uh, all aspects of, uh, of the community. So um, I think a lot of conversation that council will have to have uh, as this moves forward is that uh, community social fabric. No, I think it's going to be important provincially, Canada wide is that we all got to have a celebration when this is over. And because, you know, everybody is doing their part as best they can to hunker down in their in their houses uh, where they live. I mean, I just got to travel the highways and there's virtually hardly anybody on some of these highways except for the truckers. It's amazing. You know, I, a good shout again to the truckers. I mean, what? thank God we got a very good trucking industry in Alberta, but uh, they're delivering the goods and, and keeping everybody, allowing people to have food and uh, fuel in the uh, in different uh, gas stations. Everything's yeah. going fine on that part of the, the spectrum. Yeah, and a shout out to the, you know, City Cold Lake staff, uh, you Absolutely. know, despite, uh, you know, all of this happening uh um, the city of Cold Lake has uh, business continuity plans. Um, you know, our doors are open still for service at uh, City Hall. Uh, we're going to maintain that for as long as possible. If uh, uh, we'll keep the community up to date, uh, up to date on that. But our programs and services with regard to waste management, uh, water utilities, water treatment, uh, the the toilets are still flushing, and the uh, the water the sinks are still going, and uh, the waste is being picked up, and the and everything's still going. So uh, well, they're they're doing a great this, job uh, out there and uh, supporting. Alberta Health Services, they're doing that uh, as well uh, in, in, in any planning needs as well. Nobody put down paper towels down the drain, right? I mean, that's uh, happening yeah, in England yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. We're, hear- we're hearing a lot of that in other communities. And I think uh, I know that uh, our staff are seeing it, uh, um, but uh, so far we haven't had any uh, dramatic issues. But note that, yes, please don't be flushing those uh, uh, paper towels and those, uh, the, you know, the, the child uh, baby wipes and stuff like that is the other one. Uh, that uh, can really plug things up, and it's it really what happens is is that when they get hung up in the sewers, and they, you know, it's not one of them. It's now it's two, three, ten, thirty, three hundred. As soon as that starts to happen, it really starts to pose an issue to the uh, to the staff. You know, it's interesting when you go to Europe and other places. There's a garbage bin right beside your your toilet, and that's where all the paper products, no matter what, are supposed to go. <laughs> and so it's quite an interesting uh, change in our life. But I really encourage everybody, like. Take a page out of Europe right now because our system is not designed for some of the product that people are desperately now using yeah. because the, the shelves are bare. Yeah, I think. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll prevail from this. You and, didn't think uh, I was going to talk about this subject, did you? Well, no, it's all good. I'm ready for anything, as you know, Your Worship. I can talk about it all. It's good. Yeah, no, you know, I think on a, we're, we're only going to do a short podcast uh, today. But we just want to encourage everybody to, uh, you know, relax, uh, enjoy time with your family. Um, everybody's watching probably Netflix and cable TV, but uh, and and seeing everything on the internet. You know, uh, things in our area are I I feel are you know fantastic. You know, you know, other than this this whole virus, I think the community is really doing a great job, and and the business community, and the, certainly the health professionals, city workers. Uh, so. I encourage you, the weather's supposed to be good, uh, you know, coming days here and uh, fishing is still open on Cold Lake. So you can practice social distancing. Uh, fishing is actually probably one of the activities that that's a big lake. It's uh, what, 22 kilometers by about 20 kilometers, some massive lake. 
that social distancing fishing can, derby fishing derby can be uh, can be allowed and uh, so I encourage you if you got uh, some time get out and ice fish because that is one activity that you can spend time with your your family or by yourself and and not be too worried out there. You have lots of green zone up here too. Lots of greens out. Go for a walk. Yeah. Uh, lots of you know what's really interesting. Somebody said that they've seen so many people walking, uh, which is great. And so you know there's lots of spaces out there and go enjoy the outdoors. And uh, this too will pass. Thank right you. On. We'll see you guys next time for a podcast and and hopefully everything is over with. Right on. Thank you. Thank you.